All right, and I've actually remembered to not mute my microphone today. So welcome, everyone, to the fifth session of Tokyo Red. Uh, for those of you that might be tuning in for the very first time, uh, Tokyo Red is a continuing cyberpunk red campaign set in Tokyo rather than in Night City. And yes, before you wonder, uh, Cyberpunk Red is set in the same setting and universe as the anticipated Cyberpunk 2077 video game. Uh, more specifically, uh, Red is set in 2050, so it's ahead of the old 2020 setting and obviously before 2077. Uh, we've already had four successful missions or sessions where we've covered stuff from the Jumpstart Kit as well as Homebrew Missions. But uh, today's session will be something different from all of those. Uh, more specifically, this could be very well a campaign branching moment, which hopefully means we will have a good time today. Uh, before we get to that, though, I do have to do just a little bit of shilling. Uh, as of August, uh, streaming and Patreon have sort of become my primary source of income while I'm searching for a new job. That means whatever support you can provide, whether it's a follow, a sub, a patron, a donation, whatever, uh, it's greatly appreciated. But just... You know, remember, take care of yourself first. I'm not that important. Um, with that little bit of shilling out of the way, we can get to the good stuff. Uh, we have a little bit of a tradition here, is that mainly we start each session with some form of current event monologue that ties into the overall session in some way. For Cyberpunk Red, that means reading off a scream sheet. Now, those who don't know what a scream sheet are, they're basically sort of flick uh, or slick, flimsy newspapers that are high-speed printed from data terminals on demand across the city. There's, they are sort of part in-world news articles as well as adventure seeds. It'll make sense once you see one, so without any further ado, I will put us on the screen sheet map, and McCall, if you could take it away. Mm -hmm. Japan Today. Cyber Psycho running loose in Shibuya. For those of you that weren't near the Scramble Crossing today, consider yourselves lucky. A heavily cybered individual went on a rampage during lunch hour, killing 40 and injuring 67 more in the deadliest attack Tokyo has seen in decades. They then escaped to parts unknown by the time the psych DIV showed up. They are considered to be extremely dangerous and should not be approached for any reason. Should you see them, get to a safe place immediately and contact the TMPD. It is unclear why this cyberpsycho was not registered. The head of Psych DIV, Chief Cabarillo, had this to say. The Tokyo Metropolitan Police keeps a very close watch on individuals that are known to install large amounts of cyberware. We believe this individual circumvented this process by acquiring their cyberware from multiple ripper docks within a very short time span. Rest assured, we will be reviewing our procedures and modifying them so that such a tragedy can never occur again. Alrighty. Uh, there's going to be a slight roll 20 blip, just so you know. So don't freak out if it reloads or does anything like that. Yep, just reloaded. Alright. So, uh, as uh, has been advertised... Uh, you all are currently sort of, a few, well, let's put it this way. You are probably about 30 minutes before this event occurs. So, you know, for the moment, it's just, you know, a regular cold day in Shibuya. Uh, not quite warm enough to break out the, or not quite cold enough to warrant breaking out the winter clothing. But it's definitely still uh, pretty damn chilly, so your summer clothes aren't going to cut it either. Um, 
really what you're looking at is a whole lot of nothing. Uh, after your last run, it was pretty much a smash and grab, and not a whole lot's been going on. Uh, there is one new thing, though, and that is that you have a new tenant uh, moving in. And we're going to cut to the apartment screen. Where uh, all of you, save Stuxnet, Stuxnet unfortunately is no longer in this campaign. Uh, all of you are sort of in your apartment when a knock at will start at Akari's door uh, from Shogun. Now Shogun, to sort of uh, give you a primer and give you a uh, an in, uh, you've been given a basically an address, uh, a set of keys, and told to you know make yourself at home. Uh, your apartment is this one over here, the third from the left uh, on the bottom row, but you haven't like met an actual landlord or anything yet. So this is you trying to figure out, like, hey, who do I talk to, that sort of thing. So I'm going to let you take it from here. All right. So Shogun um, appears to be like a very uh, lean man in his like, late 30s. He has like a leather jacket with... Uh, a Kabato helmet with a katana crossing through it and a white undershirt and various tattoos of Japanese origin. Um, very, like, kind of street clothes in the sense of, like, gangster kind of Yakuza kind of symbols on him and uh, iconography. At the door, he uh, he knocks very, like, properly, like, very, like, one, two, three. And he stands attentive at the door, awaiting a response. Okay. Um, Ikari wills the door will open a just a smidgen for um, a mid a woman in her mid twenties to give you a quick up and down. Um, she does a quick scan. Um, are you armed? He is not visibly armed. Okay. Then she opens the door, and it's very and she is definitely armed. And she will look you up and down. She goes, "Right, you are not one of my scheduled appointments. So you're either here for some quick tech work." Or you are here to rob me, or you are decided to move in with us. Which is it? The third. Uh, I'm not here to rob anybody. Apologies. And my stance softens a little bit, and I quickly extend uh, arm and greeting. I'm Akari. Our landlord has vanished for a little while, but... As I've, uh, he's asked me to take control of the money for the time being. Appar apparently, someone will come by, and I'm supposed to give it to them. And if I don't have the money, well, it's curtains for me. Um. So I nod, and then I, I shake your hand as you, uh, you tell that to Shogun. And uh, then Shogun says, "That's that's fine." And uh, I'm, I'm I believe I'm that new. Right. All right. No skin off my back. If you need any tech work, first one's free. But after that, you owe me a favor. I not. And then I just sort of stick my head out the hallway and just shout down the hall, We got a new person! Don't shoot him! All of you would, of course, hear this in some way, shape, or form. And at that point, I just go, Well, got work to do. Pleasure meeting you. And I then not. I... And bow. And then I just sort of turn on my heel and head back in, slam the door, and within 10 seconds, you hear the sound of a power saw. So, 
Shogun kind of stands there perplexed at the power saw, and he says, eh, whatever. And I look down the hall, uh, facing, like, uh, west of... Um, and then he would just go to his apartment with the keys in his hand. Alrighty. So, uh, you head on over to your, uh, aforementioned apartment. Uh, you go to open the door when all of you in your separate rooms, a red light begins flashing. Uh, it's not the fire alarm though. Like you look up and it's not like blaring a siren that says, get out of the place, etc., etc. It's just that all of you appear to have a red light that is flashing in your room. And even Shogun out in the hallway, there are red lights flashing in the hallway. And uh, airbags will sort of come out the door and look around trying to figure out what's going on. As will I. I am immediately assuming we're being raided and do my best to hide any potentially illegal um, materials in my apartment. Okay. I will run inside of my apartment and try to search for any uh, equipment okay. that might be illegal. Well, the good news is that uh, your apartment is pretty bare bones. I mean, there is some furniture. You've got a couch, a kitchen table, some chairs, a bed. But than that, not a whole lot in your apartment. All right. And yeah, it's right about then... Uh, let's see. So airbags, you're sort of out in the hallway. Uh, what's Xavier doing? I would have peeked out as well. Okay. And Enzo, you are staying in your room, peeking out. Enzo's curious about what it is, so he's grabbing his gun, positioning himself in the bathroom by the door, waiting for someone to forcibly enter his room just in case. Okay. So, uh, specifically for airbags and Xavier... Uh, you poke your head out, and the elevator doors ding, and out of it steps a familiar face. Uh, more specifically, it is Officer Lance, who you have had multiple run-ins with. Uh, for those who don't know what Officer Lance is like, she is a middle-aged uh, beat cop, as it were. Uh, sort of has shaved the entire side of her head, where she's got some data jacks, and her her hair is sort of in that combed-over fashion. Uh, she also has very vibrant, uh, bright yellow cyber eyes. Uh, as soon as she walks into the hallway, she spots airbags and Xavier. Uh, and she says, all right, hey, look, this isn't a raid, but I need to, like, talk to all of you very quickly. Can can we gather? We'll get everybody in the conference room. All right. Yeah, airbags will sort of look up and down the hallway at us and then nod and go up to knock on Akari's door. I'm going to open it slightly, just see that airbags is there and not full of holes and not surrounded by police officers. And um, is Officer Lance alone? Ah, uh, yeah, she has only come by herself. All right, I'll open it wide and go, Officer, welcome to our abode. You haven't seen Chono by any chance, have you? He's kind of late on his rent. As far as I know, he owns the place, so I don't think he owns... That, okay, that's not important. Like... I, I don't need to be rude, but it's really important that I talk to you all very quickly. All right. All right, let's hear it. Right. I'll knock on Enzo's door. I'm Enzo, at that now. Point. All right. See so you all very on, quickly. So, someone give the new guy as well. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'd be waiting by the door listening and 
I'll, so. I'll just rap tap a couple times as I go past you. It's okay. Alright, I this come is, out. It's alright. This Welcome to the um, perks of this place. You don't have to go out and find jobs. Jobs find you. Mm-hmm. Alright. And then lead her off. Escort her to the conference room. Alright, so we cut to the conference room. Uh, where you very quickly all take your positions uh, seated around the table. Uh, for our new person, the conference room is more or less just a common space that has a big old hollow table uh, in the middle of it. Uh, it could potentially seat up to like 10 people, but, you know, six is usually the comfortable number. Uh, but what really matters is that once everyone is seated, uh, except for Officer Lance, uh, she sort of sighs and says, all right, were any of you watching the news before I stepped in? Uh, I still don't have cable at this place. I, I was not. I shake my head. No, my my agent is disconnected from most uh, external media sources. Hmm. Well, uh, we'll talk about that later, but uh, more to the point... Uh, we've had a cyber psycho incident, uh, more specifically, uh, as of about 20 minutes ago, uh, a cyber psycho went loose in the Shibuya Scrambled Crossing and slaughtered a, a good deal of people. Now, as this pertains to you, is the TMPD is scrambling every single resource we have to track down the cyber psycho before that body count goes up any further. And since you all once did a favor for me, I'm basically asking if you would be willing to do another one. So this would be to you, OS. It would Mm. be to yes, but I would be remiss in saying that if you did this and were successful for us, as in you found the cyber psycho before we did, there would be a, shall we say, substantial job offer made to you. Hmm. Yep. And exit sub nod. Yep. Sweep out, sweep out corner. Make sure he's is not there. Best case scenario, land a score. Sounds good to me. Right. Sounds good to me. So, so Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh, so Shogun kind of look hesitant as he's listening. He's like, well, why should I risk my skin for you if you're not going to pay us? I know it stands a favor, but maybe a little bit extra would help us out. Oh, don't worry. You'll be paid one way or the other. I raise a brow and say, all right. And at this, she uh, takes out a cable, plugs it into the side of her head, then plugs it into the table. And uh, two images appear. Uh, The first is of a Caucasian-looking female. uh, Has rainbow-colored hair. uh, Otherwise, pretty distinctive in dress. Uh, Looks like pretty much like a... uh, Like an American of today's world. A quote-unquote weeaboo who went to Japan and tried to fit in based on what he knows of their culture, which is very little. Uh, Something like that. Um, that is the first image. The second image is actually a live feed of a female that is dressed in a uh, sort of a furred overcoat. And the hologram of her sort of looks around at the table and says, All right, Lance, are these the people? And Lance sort of nods and says, uh, Yes, Chief Rio, this is them. And uh, Chief Rio, 
sort of sighs, uh, lights her cigarette, takes a drag, then pulls it away and says, All right, I'm sure Lance has told you that we're scrambling everything we've got on this one. Uh, I'll reiterate it in case she hasn't. Basically, uh, we've got a cyber psycho that's killed over 40 people. We want this cyber psycho dead. We have immediately ruled out the part where we would go and try to capture them for rehab. Uh, We've decided that it is not worth the manpower nor the resources to do that entirely. So, you have my personal blessing to take down the cyber psycho by any means possible should you find them. Well, I've already decided I've made up the wrong voice for Cabarillo Hmm. in the scream sheet, but oh well, say la vie. I'm just going to look at the chief and say, you can forego payment this time off for me anyways, Miss Rio. If I get one search to get, uh, if I can use your personnel database to track one individual. Hmm. Well, we can certainly talk about that more once the uh, job has been completed, but time is of the essence here. The quicker we get you out on the streets, the quicker we could potentially find someone that we're looking for. And she motions at the other hollow image. Uh, what we know is that her name is uh, Ando Iwa. And I'll put that name tag on so you can see it. Uh, Ando Iwa is an expat from the Americas. Uh, we believe she was... Uh, at least partially born, or her parents were at least partially Asian. Uh, We're not sure whether she was Japanese, Chinese, Korean. Uh, We just don't have a lot of details in general right now. Uh, All we know is that, uh, as you can see, they are very distinctive in dress, and that they more or less went cyber-psycho after probably acquiring a little bit too much cyberware for any sane being. Airbags all sort of go, nod and go, all right, well, unless there's any specific info you need, I'll go get the car set up for us. Nope, I believe that's it, unless anyone has any questions. And both Lance and Rio look around to see if anybody has anything. Where where was she last spotted? The last uh, known sighting we have of her is via a security camera at the Scramble Crossing. Uh, she was headed to the north, but aside from that, she has not been spotted on any other... Uh, closed-circuit television, so we have no idea where she is. We're hoping she's still in Shibuya, but if she's not, then we have a bigger problem on our hand. Is there any specific weaponry or cyber uh, netics that we uh, could pose a danger to us if we interact with them? Yes. uh, More specifically, she has a uh, set of blades implanted into her arms, uh, out of character, if you've seen any of the Cyberpunk 2070 art where, you know, like the forearm, forearm comes up and the blade sort of sticks out on an articulating arm, uh, she's got those. Um, Rio continues and says uh, she's also carrying around a shotgun, but really the main issue are those blades uh, because she is augmented. Those blades do a uh, heavy amount of damage very quickly. So, mental note, not close combat. I would not recommend it, no. Yeah. Right, well, you have your mission. Officer Lance, get out on the street, and uh, if any of you find this cyber psycho, let us know, and we'll come and try to provide some backup. But 
I will reiterate again that our primary concern is neutralizing the target as fast as possible. And at that, Rio's uh, hollow image as well as the Cyber Psychos disappears. And Officer Lance disconnects herself and says, Right, uh, you have your mission. Uh, if you need me, I believe you have my number. I'm assuming that we have full permission for open carry? Uh, yes, in fact, uh, I have these. And she pulls out from her pocket uh, several sort of badges, and she hands them out to each of you. And if you look at them, they're they're sort of like the equivalent of like a Wild Wild West sheriff or deputized. But if anyone were to see you with this badge, it is a known thing that you are working for the TMPD kind of a thing. But they are temporary, like they're not permanent. They're like day passes. Basically, yeah. Oh, look, I've been deputized. Just like the tunes of old. I always dislike being handed anything with a built-in expiry date. And I'll just be thankful it's not a surgically implanted expiry date. Those are the worst. <laughs> yes, I've had those. They're not fun. Well, I'll take the badge and tuck it away in my pocket. And... Right. I'll get my gear ready. I'll see you out in the van. So, we cut to a little bit of a theater of a mind for a moment. So, uh, the five of you have piled into Airbags' car at this point. And my question is, where would you like to begin your search? There is no right or wrong answer. Um, and I can throw a map of Shibuya up if you would prefer. But uh, just a general direction or a general locale would work just fine for these purposes. Well, I think Airbags is going to work on the assumption that she's deliberately avoiding areas with cameras mm -hmm. and think, okay, where do the purple tigers go when they're like doing their street racing at 2 a.m.? Okay. And sort of start there. All right. I'd like you to roll me a local expert, please. Ah. Once I find it on the sheet. Again, we are using the brand new sheets for Cyberpunk Red that has come out. As you can see, they are very sleek and nice looking. All right, and 11. That is an 11. So, uh, airbags, you're thinking to yourself, and you know a general stretch of road on the west side of Shibuya that uh, is heavily used for street races that doesn't really have a whole lot of camera work, but... Uh, it's just a vague sort of recollection. Like, you can't really remember any specifics about the area. Yeah. So, it'll sort of float that as a place to start to the group. I don't suppose there's any obvious patterns to the, the killings. The cops probably limited Well, I think so far there's only been one sort of concentrated burst, and then she's gone to ground. Yep, that is correct. So Shogun would speak up and say, what if she goes to another location, has a bunch of people, and then does another burst? Like, do you think she's going to another concentrated area after she lies low for a while? That was my I mean, I mean, hard to say. I mean, with Psychos, like, you never know which way it's going to go. They One might be planned and articulate the other might just like they just pop like a cork and then they just wander aimlessly until someone stops them i nod 
I must admit to having a little bit of sympathy for people in this plight, having fought that particular psychosis myself, having replaced quite a few body parts. It is it is a terrible burden. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's have Shogun since it was your idea. Why don't we have you roll the local expert? Okay. Um, let me find it real. There it is. Wow. Uh, this time of day, you come up with several possibilities, but one really sticks out to you. Uh, there is a club on the west side of town in that same sort of stretch that Airbags thought of. Uh, it is known as the Silverfish Bar. Uh, it's a recent club that has sort of sprung up in the past couple decades. Uh, but more to the point is that it is the quote-unquote uh, hippest bar in Shibuya, which means it gets a lot of foot traffic. And if the Cyber Psycho was going for sheer number of people, that would probably be a good place to start. So I mentioned there's this uh, Silverfish nightclub or Silver something nightclub, and uh, a lot of people go there. It's pretty hip. Maybe we could go there after we check some other place. How well known is it? Because this person is not local. They be not be. They wouldn't be going to the. Oh, it's very hidden hip. places. Yeah, we should I put it be, this way. I've heard of it. We should almost be focusing on the places that an outsider would know of and be considered, yeah, trendy. If, I think it's a trendy bar, uh, Shogun says. Because it's, it's some places that are outside the cameras and the blind spots. That's insider knowledge that would be particularly hard for someone new to the city to be aware of. Uh, yeah, that is a good point. Uh, well, let's stop there and circle outwards. All right. So hitting like tourist places might almost be a good spot where it would see the sights, as it were. Uh, so, like, zigzag between the tourist spots on the way to the Silverfish, or...? You're the driver. I'm just voicing out loud. Alright. Uh, yeah, Bags will do that then. He'll sort of sw swing by a couple of the main att attractions of Shibuya on the way to the Silverfish Club. Alright, roll me a driving, please. It's on here somewhere. Under control skills. Oh right. no. Well, as we can see, we can see the uh, sheet in action. So that is going to be a 14. Uh, well, with a 14, uh, you know, it takes a little bit to get through traffic. Uh, you know, even with the scramble crossing shut down and traffic being routed around it. Uh, traffic this time of day in Tokyo is... Always, you know, pretty bad. But uh, what that means for you all is that by the time you arrive, uh, you know, obviously checking along the way, tourist spots, etc., etc. Um, by the time you arrive at the Silverfish Bar and nightclub, it is getting to be towards the sunset hours. And as you sort of pull out up front, you see that strangely there is not a line uh, into the Silverfish Bar. Uh, in fact, as I put you all on this map, and I will adjust it for the stream, uh, when you pull up, the first thing that you notice is that the main entrance... Oops, Stux is not here. I'll get rid of them. 
Uh, the main entrance is wide open. The double doors are just wide open, and there is a trail of blood that leads into the main entrance. Uh, and you guys are all up front at the moment. Uh, there's a big neon sign right in front of you uh, that sort of advertises the Silverfish Bar. Uh, but you're not seeing any corpses, any injured people, or really hearing anything to the contrary. Ah, uh, dear. And airbags will sort of reach over and fish out the heavy pistol from underneath the seat. Okay. I'm pulling out my shotgun. Same. Well, my heavy pistol. Uh, Enzo's remaining unarmed for the moment, because he's you know, hoping to <laughs> draw them out. Mm-hmm. Do we see the blood on the floor like it was on the map? Yep, you definitely see where the blood is. I walk over and run my finger on it and then kind of touch it to my, well, to my face where I can feel the temperature. Is it cold? Uh, it is very warm, which means it's very fresh. All right. Stick to cover. Keep stealthy. All right. So, if you would like to all sort of stealth in, I am going to need to see a stealth from all of you. And if you have cultural familiarity, the sheet should automatically calculate that. So don't worry about, you know, did you see a ninja movie once? Does that count? Like, the sheet automatically handles that. All right, so let's see, a 17, a 16, an 11, a 14, uh, and a 24. Very nice. All right, so what I would say is let's figure out a marching order here. So let's say, Enzo, you're up front. Uh, Where are the rest of you? Airbags will go next. Okay. I'm just going to look at everyone else and go, I guess shrug my shoulders and take third. Okay. Xavier, I'll watch our backs. Sounds good. All right. So as I move you up, uh, you get into the first sort of room, and you see that a blood trail continues uh, down the stairway onto the main dance floor, and that there is uh, what looks to be uh, a literal severed arm on the receptionist's desk. Uh, right in front of you, and there's just blood spilled across the chair, the desk, etc. Or completely organic arm, or is there any cyber organic stuff? Completely organic. Hmm. Alright, I I motioned for everyone to stay back as I kind of sneak forward a bit to investigate the scene. Okay, so go ahead and move yourself, and I will describe what you're seeing. Alright, so now that you're able to peek around the corner, uh, you are seeing that this is a sort of bar-slash-nightclub, as was aforementioned. Uh, But more specifically, uh, the booths, the few chairs that you're seeing around the main central bar, uh, all of them are splattered in blood. And what's probably sticking out, not just because she is an esoteric person, but you do see someone who looks very similar to uh, Ando Iwa. And they are sort of sipping what could be a scotch or some other amber liquid at the bar as a very nervous bartender uh, sort of 
waits upon her. Like, it's obvious that the bartender does not want to be there, but that uh, this person, this individual, is keeping him there against her, his will. It does not seem that uh, the cyber psycho has noticed you yet, though. So you've got the element of surprise for the moment. All right, I'm going to take the initiative and play bold. Uh, kind of slouch over, act like I'm drunk, start singing a drinking song, and just kind of meander towards the bar as if I'm completely oblivious. Okay. Uh, airbags will sort of follow behind and sort of sidle up to the door, but like stay out of sight. Okay. Show me the way to go home. Um, is there a back entrance? There is a back entrance. Uh, would you like to go around the building to try and find it? I, I will rush, like not be too. I'll be a bit faster and try and get to the back entrance. Okay, give me one moment to move your token up there. Seeing his lead, I'm going to do the same thing. All right, so you guys are up there now, and I will zoom out for the stream so they can see what's going on here. All right. So that is the full map at the moment. Uh, as you can see, you all do find, or at least Xavier and Shogun, you do find that there is a back entrance to the place. Uh, it is currently locked uh, if you were to try the door, but uh, hey, you know, you've got tools to handle a locked door. Uh, but more specifically, Enzo, as you stumble up to the bar uh, in your charade, uh, Ando Iwa sort of looks over at you and says, Oh, look, someone new for me to kill. That's great, because you also have a lot of shiny parts on you. I could use those. And uh, Enzo, before you reply, um, let's say you sneak a glance over to the west of the map, so over here. Um, you're seeing um, several, uh, basically, couples, individuals, uh, maybe about ten people in all that are sort of huddled underneath their tables and look like they are tied up in some way, shape, or form. Almost as if they are sort of hostages, if you will. Okay, so try to keep the suppressing wildfire down to a minimum. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to mime no reaction to the thought of the killing and just kind of, you know, act surprised when I see um, see them there. Be like, oh, hey, didn't, didn't see you there. Can I buy you a drink? What are you having? Oh, I think I'm having you, honey. And it is at this point, yeah, I think... <laughs> we are going to go into initiative order. All right, so if everyone could please roll me initiative, there should be a button for that as well. And it does look like you have to manually add it. So as you get your initiative, just add it to your turn order. Uh, I go first. Wow. Okay. I'm way up there. All right. Let's see what she gets. She gets a 15. Oh, I rolled reputation, not initiative. That's a shame. Yeah, I'm looking for initiative. Oh, there's initiative. I'm blind. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> uh, oh, there it is. Let's roll that. Oh, I liked my first roll better. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> complete polar opposite. Oh, Sadness and woe. All right. So uh, we're also going to try something a little bit new uh, with this combat in that we're going to roll initiative every single turn. That way you're not, like, trapped at the bottom forever. 
Um, but it does sort of represent the flow, the ebb and flow of combat. Um, but to start, it does seem that Enzo, you are up first. What would you like to do? Activate my armor. Okay. And oh, do I want to fire first? Yeah. Yeah, I think the pistol comes out and I take a shot. Alrighty. So go ahead and roll your attack. And let me know what you get. Doesn't have my pistol. Oh, guess it's the assault rifle. Oh. Ooh, a 12 overall. And because she has a significantly high enough uh, ability to do this, uh, she is going to actually roll evasion rather than being a static DC. So you sort of engage your your assault rifle suitcase, or not suitcase, briefcase, uh, bring it up and attempt to fire at her. And uh, what happens is she just nimbly ducks out of the way of your bullets and they pass right by her uh, with no sort of uh, adverse effect to her. Reround burst and I sit there and wait to be ripped apart. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, it's going to be her turn, and sure enough, uh, she is going to indeed uh, rush up to you, and as she does, uh, the uh, portion of her arms opens up, and the wicked blades come out, and she immediately tries to slash at you. Now, I think this is the first time we've dealt with a melee sort of thing, Um, so the way this works is it's going to be, since you're the defender, you're going to be rolling me a evasion skill, and she'll be rolling her melee weapon. All right. All right. Well, that's a very good roll. Uh, let's see what her attack is. Unfortunately, that is a 22. <laughs> so uh, the first blade comes across, uh, swipes across you, dealing 15 damage. Remember to account for your armor. Which I believe is 15, so... All right, so strikes your armor, ablates it, so your armor goes down a point, and then she attacks with the other blade from the other side. So the number to beat is a 20. All right, so again, she hits you and does 11 more damage, and remember to ablate the armor for that one as well. And as she slashes at you, she says, Ha, I see you have just as much armor as I do. This will be fun. Airbags, you see and hear all of this. What would you like to do? Uh, hmm. Let's see, because she's right up in Enzo's grill at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I think I'm, I'm going to risk it. I am going to line up a shot and try and shoot her from here. Okay. Are you going for just a regular shot or a headshot? Let's go for a regular shot. Regular shot. Mostly, mainly just concentrating on hitting her instead of Enzo. Okay. Uh, if you will put on a dark or obscured modifier, please. Mm, excuse me. I've done so. That's now highlighted. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, go ahead and roll uh, me your attack. A 16. That's a 16. Let's see if she evades. She does. 
So you fire off a shot, and she gracefully dodges out of the way of it. Luckily, you do not hit Enzo, but you unfortunately do not hit the Cyber Psycho. Now, would you like to move at all, or would you like to stay where you are? Hmm. I would actually like to try and pull her attention away, so... I think airbags will actually sort of, like... Look over her shoulder at Hikari, sort of give a stay down motion, and then dash out and sort of, let's see, let's say he rushes over, over to there. Okay. All right. Tries and gets behind the table. All right, we go to Shogun at the back entrance. Uh, you have now heard the sound of what sounds like assault rifle and a heavy pistol going off inside the club. Alright, so Shogun will look at the door and see what kind of door it is. Like, is it metal, wooden? Uh, it appears to be a wooden door. Um, upon hearing the gunshots, and as I'm walk walking up there, I just kick down the door, try kicking down the door, and try rushing in with my pistol. Alright, uh, let's say, let's have this be an athletics. Alright. 16 is more than enough. You kick open the door, and uh, it spirals into the office beyond. And you see uh, a entrance to the actual club. So this is like a back sort of uh, office or waiting room. But you do see that you have at least uh, gotten your way into the back of the bar, which I will adjust for the stream in a moment. There we go. All right. Um... Is it locked? Uh, no, the door is wide open. All right, I'm going to go through the door. Okay. With my pistol drawn. All right, remember to keep track of your move. All right, uh, my move, let me check my move real quick. It is... Okay, yeah, so I have like five movement. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all I'm going to do this turn. All right, Xavier, uh, your buddy has kicked down the door and run in. What are you doing? I'm also going to move in. Okay. With my uh, shotgun drawn. All right. Three, four. We got five. All right. And Akari, down here to the south, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to be doing something sensible. Mm -hmm. um, poking picking up my agent i am calling 911 or lance's agent id and say cyber psycho spotted at this bar there are hostages she is engaging okay so you get off the call to lance and lance says all right uh we'll we'll send a squad over immediately just keep her contained there just do your best to stay alive i do a quick look at end zone going well four out of five ain't bad and then I'm just going to take a couple steps fo forward just so I can get a better view of the thing and stay behind the wall. And that'll be my turn. All right. So as a fresh round of combat, if everyone could reroll your initiative for me, please. Well, this... <laughs> you're just going to keep that this, three. Is what this that macro is. hates me. <laughs> All right. I know I've got it over here somewhere. Oh wow, she uh she's doing real well. 
Yeah, the combat drugs have kicked in. Let's see, so you're at 11. Uh, did Xavier roll? Yes, Xavier got a 10. Alrighty, so we sort by descending. Uh, Enzo, how would you feel about another two slashes to your torso? I, I would dislike that, since that hurt a lot the first time. Well, unfortunately, it's coming for you. So I need you to roll me your evasion twice, please. Ooh. A 30. No, I can do math. Yeah, so a 31 and a 17. So the first attack misses you. You dodge nimbly out of the way. The second attack will hit you, unfortunately. So as the blade swipes across your chest, it seems to be as if she's aiming for the same spot in the armor, as if she's trying to wear it down as fast as possible, and does 14 damage, which I think starts bleeding through to your actual HP at this point. Well, it's, uh, I looked it up. It's damage dealt by melee weapons ignores half the defender's armor. Oh, uh, So I'm, I'm taking hits anyway, so that uh, my armor goes down to 12 but still seven of that's going to go through anyway. Reading that. Interesting. Uh, out of curiosity, where are you seeing the uh, melee thing? Like, I believe you. I'm just curious for my purposes where you uh, saw page that. Page 40 under melee weapon. Melee weapon. Damaged up by melee weapon. Oh. There's half the defender's armor. Round up. Uh-huh. There it is. All right. So, yes, uh, that is what happens. Uh, Enzo, it is now your turn. had to adjust my hit points. I am hurting pretty bad. All right. Mm, let's see where's the burst. Unfortunately, there is no way to do a three-round burst. You have to roll that manually. Yeah. But if you just roll like a, a marksmanship, we can just work off that roll. Is there any rules for firing in melee? Oh, my... Uh, as far as I'm aware, no. There is no penalty for that. Yeah, so there was a... So right plus three-run burst. Yeah. Uh, pull up the gun and pop, pop, pop. Okay. A 20. Uh, I think it's just the one roll you do. Oh. Um, but with that many successes, you got it. And I'm going to say she does not dodge this one. Uh, in the sake of fairness. So, let's see. For your three-round burst... Uh, let's see. Actually, no, I do need to roll her evasion because that could change how many bullets hit her. Sure. Uh, yeah, so you still hit her with all three bullets, if I read that correctly. Uh, which means that... They deal the weapon's damage individually and are reduced by damage individually, but it only ablates once per burst. Okay. So go ahead and roll me three damage rolls for your assault rifle. A 16, a 24, and a 15. All right. Uh, so I can math today. So that's this much damage, this much damage, and this much damage. So you bring up your assault rifle and pump a three-round burst into her chest. And she takes a staggering, uh, well, she staggers back a step and uh, is unable to really catch herself in time um, to sort of deal with the point-blank shot, and you can tell immediately that you have done uh, a good amount of damage to her, but not nearly enough to actually start, you know, wounding her, if that makes any sense. 
In fact, as you look uh, where the bullet holes have hit, or where the bullets have hit, not the holes, uh, there are no holes because they are literally sort of scattered across the body as if the bullet shattered on impact. So she's probably got some skin weave going on. I'm going to actually stand on the bar here then after that to keep airbags a little bit clearer shot. Alrighty. Airbags, it is your turn. And uh, seeing that she's got the built-in armor, I will attempt a headshot and hope that's less armored. Okay, so go ahead and take the headshot modifier for me. Yep. And then attack. That's a ten. A ten. Uh, she is going to, of course, attempt to evade. Ooh, that was real close. So she does evade, unfortunately. But uh, you notice that maybe her movements have slowed just a little bit. And would you like to do anything else? Hmm. No, I think he'll stay put and just get in position for next round. Roger that. Xavier, what are you doing? I am moving up in the back room towards the entrance. Okay. Remember, you can double move if you so wish. Yeah, let's do that. How does that work? <clears throat> one. Say for sake of argument, that door is removed. Okay. So that was one movement, then one, two, three, four, okay. five. Put myself in there. Yep. All right, so you rush in, Xavier. Uh, Shogun, I'm imagining you're doing the same. Definitely. So that's like, what, 10 movement? Uh, if your movement is 5, yes, you can double move up to 10. All right, I'm going to run in, uh, kind of go... A good angle on her. Okay. Alrighty. And and... That was that was only five movements. Sorry. No, you're fine. There you go. All right. And then Akari, what are you doing? I'm gonna step in so I get a decent shot. Um, I am going to shout, "Hey, Technobusu! Good about it." which is not stream appropriate if translated into English. And <laughs> I am just going to unload my shotgun at her. Alrighty, go for it. 16. Let's see if she evades. She does, unfortunately. Oh, well. Alright, well, top of the initiative. That means we get to roll initiative all over again. Oh, wow. Shogun really wants to go. Shokun double tend. That's that's just impressive. Alright, so that's a 26 for Shogun. Uh, Xavier has a 15. Uh, airbags looks like you have a 14. And then what did uh, Kari roll? A 13. I got 13. Excellent. Sort by descending. Well, Shogun with a 26. I think so you're as going I, first. As, yeah, so as I, as I run in, I, like, I have the pistol drawn and uh, I step right there. Mm -hmm. I aim for her head with the heavy pistol. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to try uh, blasting her again. All right, so make sure to check the headshot modifier. Thank you. Hmm. Okay, yeah. 
just trying to see where it was. Uh, and then... Oh, 17. 17. All right. Wow. Well, let's see if she evades. She does not. You get the headshot off. Go ahead and roll me some damage. A oh, 17. Nice. Very nice. Uh, it's actually very important because, as you thought, uh, her head is not as armored as the rest of her. So a full... Removed for thematic purposes. A full amount of damage uh, slams into her. And she is knocked uh, silly by the hit of your bullets. The bullets still, you know, shatter on impact, but you can tell that if she were a normal person, like even the force of the blow would probably give her a concussion. So I'm going to say she's got a modifier uh, of uh, some sort of wound at this point. Excellent. Anything else? Would you like to move? Do anything else? Um, I'm going to move again. Okay. Okay. All right, that's my turn. All right. On uh, Ando's turn, uh, Ando is actually going to rush over towards you, Shogun, uh, because you have caught her ire. So she's going to rush over and attempt to melee attack you. So I need you to roll me evasion twice. All right. Uh, a 9 and a 15. All right, so the first attack... 21, that definitely will hit you. The second attack, a 16 just hits you. Ooh, I'm scared. All right, so remember, uh, this ignores half your armor rounding up. And the first attack will do 16 damage. And the second attack will do 12 damage. I have 11 armor. Okay, so that uh, means you ignore uh, 6 of it. Okay, so 10 and then 6. So 16 total. Correct. And remember that you ablate per hit, so your armor would go down by 2 points. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Alright, Xavier, uh, you've seen Shogun fire off, and then suddenly he's got a very angry woman in his face. Uh, what would you like to do about that? Use her to my shotgun. I see. Sixteen. Let's see if she evades. She does not. You blast her full on. Twelve damage. Very nice. So, uh, what you notice, though, is that with uh, this next hit, uh, is that her body armor uh, is becoming more and more apparent. Like, it's definitely the case that she's got skin weave, um, and that you're slowly whittling away at her armor, but again, the probably best way to deal with her is either going to be melee or aiming for the head at this point. And would you like to move or do anything like that? I'm going to move back towards the tables to kind of do the de defensive position for the people. All right. I'll move like there. Airbags, what are you doing? Now, I forget if you can like do like held actions in this system. Uh, I would say you could, as long as it's not, like, a uh, 50-part, like, if they do this, but if they do this, etc., no. etc. Et no. no, no, nothing like that. Now, airbags will sort of run over to the counter next to air. Okay. Sort of, like, lean on the counter, steady himself, and 
aim aim for Ando and just he'll wait for Shogun to disengage before he fires the shot, fires the headshot. Okay. Uh, I would say that all you need to do is just tick the headshot modifier and you could make the roll now. And as long as you don't like crit fail, you will not hit Shogun. Cool. I will do that then. That's 16. Uh, Hasn't come through for me. There it is. All right, let's see what uh, her evasion is. Yeah, she's not doing great, so go ahead and roll me some damage. Uh, now, if you get, do I need to take into consideration the extra damage, or does it handle that because I've got headshot checked? Uh, it should handle the damage appropriately, yes. Cool. Let's see, an 11. Unless I roll one. Yeah. All right, so an 11 means you deal this much damage. And yeah, once again, uh, her head sort of cocks to the side as the bullet hits her and sort of knocks her silly again. And you see probably to your horror airbags that uh, she turns to you, blood dripping from underneath her hair across her face. And she says, you're next. Yeah, yeah, you will actually get an, oh, that should have worked look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Akari, what are you doing? Well, it worked so well the last time. I'm going to try to uh, shoot her again, and I'm going to add uh, two points of luck. Okay. Yes. Uh, do I want to do a heads? Hmm. I mean, all the cool kids are doing it. Yeah, I'll do an. I'll uh, do an aim shot for the head. Okay. Make sure to shot tick gun. that. You got it. Two punches. Wow. 24. Yeah. Uh, uh, 26. Uh, where are you getting 26 from? Uh, two points block. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, thir- yeah, you hit her. An 18. Very, That's very fair. nice. So it is at yeah. this point that... Uh, Akari here is uh, playing Resident Evil with the riot gun. Yeah. Uh, Akari, with that shot, uh, the Cyber Psycho Ando nearly goes down. Like, it took probably all of her willpower to remain up. Like, maybe one more shot will put her down. I'm just going to shout, shoot her now! As loudly as possible. All right, Enzo, would you like to try and get the kill shot? No. Enzo's gonna run over to here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and try to grab her. Ooh, okay. Okay, let's hug the lady with the blades coming out of her arms. Yeah. This sounds like a good plan. So she can make a dex plus brawling or athletics. I believe she's gonna opt for a brawling. Which <laughs> she, I, that, if you look, I think she's rolled like five ones. Which is them- thematic considering she's like dazed from a headshot. Right. I-, I think it's very interesting. But yeah, you definitely get a hold of her. Okay, so that's six. Yeah. So I, I moved six here. So I'm going to move one over and drag finish my movement and drag her like oh, uh, slightly away from Shogun. Okay. Just ha- you know, half slamming her to the, the bar. Alright, and what is your intention? Are you trying to choke her out? Are you simply trying to keep her contained? I'm trying to keep keep her contained right now. I might switch to choking next round, but that's that's all I can do. Okay. I have a quick question. Did the police say to kill her, or 
Uh, it was heavily implied that uh, the police have already written her off. But if you do capture her alive, there is a, you know, a thing for that. Okay. The, the police said we could kill her. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Basically, they just made it very clear there will be no bad consequences from their end for killing her. Correct. Okay, okay. Thank you. All right. And top of the initiative order, I need everybody to do initiative, please. All right, airbags goes down to a 10, Shogun, you go down to a 9, Xavier, you go to a 15, Enzo goes to a 13. Cool, everybody is updated. Sort by descending. Xavier, you are up next. Uh, I'm going to hold until I figure out what Enzo is doing. Very nice. We will go to Enzo then. Enzo, what is your uh, move here? I don't think there's a uh, prone run. I don't think there's like a pin per se. That's effectively what I'm doing. I'm just slamming uh, Ando right against the bar and just kind of hitting them down. Okay. Uh, why don't we say that you can roll me in athletics for this? Sounds and good. we'll contest it with her athletics to see if uh, she's able to do anything about it. Oh, I should have spent luck in that. Oh, with a 23. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, not only is uh, she able to stop being slammed into something, but she is also able to get out of your grapple with that. So I try to slam her into the bar and she kind of like slides over the bar. Mm-hmm. So she's now over here. All right. Akari, what would you like to do? Well, I was content to let the non-lethal attempt work, but considering that she is once again showing initiative, I'm going to move up to the bar. Um, So hopefully I don't get the obstructed uh, penalty. Nope. Cool. And then I'm just going to unload into her. Not a headshot, just Straight shot. Straight shot. Okay. A, Not a 12. She dodges out of the way. Which, uh, on her turn, means that uh, she's going to look at Enzo. She's going to look at Akari. She's going to look at airbags. And she's not thinking very clearly, so she's going to mentally flip a random number. Akari, you're our lucky winner today. So, Akari, she dives over the bar at you, and I need you to roll me two evasions, please. All right. 12 and a 15. Well, the 22 is definitely going to hit, as will the 19. So, Akari, you are going to be taking 15 and 19 damage. Remember to subtract your armor. All right. So, body, I'm assuming. Yep, body. And remember, it does bleed through half rounding up. Oh, melee attacks do that, huh? Oh, yep. right. yes, they do. We talked about that earlier. Okay. Um, cool. That stings. And at this point, uh, Ando is just sort of cackling like a mad woman. Uh, she has probably lost whatever sanity she had remaining at this point. She is literally a caged beast trying to do her best to take as many people with her as possible. 
seeing this, can I do my action now and move you and shoot? May, yes. I'm gonna move to like there and fire at the head. All right. Remember to tick uh, that headshot and go ahead and open fire. Thirteen. Let's see what she gets. Yeah, even though even though you waited for the perfect opportunity, it seems that she's still just too fast for you and just dodges out of the way of your bullets. Which brings us, I believe, to airbags. Airbags, what do you mm -hmm. got going on? I think airbags is going to try for the melee approach, see if that sort of wears her down faster. Okay. He's going to flick out the flick out the ripper claws and I don't think you can really do headshots with melee, can you? I think you still can. Okay. Well, that, that, that'll work, because basically what he's doing is he's aiming for, like, the back of the neck region and trying to catch electronic interfaces and tear them out. Okay, sure. We can roll with that. Make sure to roll uh, with the headshot modifier. Mm-hmm. And because it's melee with rippers, it'll be two attacks in rapid succession. Correct. That's an 11. Okay. And a 13. 11 and a 13. Let's see what she gets. Because I believe I can roll either evade. Yep, I'm rolling evasion for her. So the first one dodges out of the way. Oops. Second one also dodges out of the also. way, unfortunately. All right. And yep, so we're, we're, we're having sort of a duel between claws and one of the scythe arms i'd imagine yeah like she bats it out of the way or just barely brushes it aside that sort of thing all right so i move five units and then i'm gonna do a call shot to the head all right yes please do i'm almost dead here so or i'm almost at uh, zero all right so i'm gonna make a attack Ooh, oh, a seven. A I'm going back. to say that she doesn't even need to roll with a seven. It doesn't even meet the original DV. Yeah. So, unfortunately, your shot goes wide. Again, luckily, it does not hit anyone important. Well, really anyone at all, but it does go wide. All right. Um, okay, that's going to be my turn. All right, so top of the order. We get to roll initiative once more. Um. Now, what is my where is my fatally wounded... Uh, for you, you would like to check the serious wounds damage level. Yeah, right, because I am one above my death saves. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Cool. 15. Oh, there's 11 again. All right, so airbags goes up to a 16. Shogun goes to a 10. Akari goes to an 11. Enzo's a 15. Yep, everyone is done. All right, so airbags, would you like to try again with your claws? Uh, yes, yeah, so and this time he's just going to go for body shots. Alright. Just try and land any hits. 20 and a 5. Wow. Alright, well, let's All see right, if so, the first so one that hits. first one hits, at least. A 13. Alright, roll me damage on this. 6. Alright, how would you like to do this? <laughs> okay. Uh, so, basically sort of we're dueling at one end while she's going after Akari and then I'd imagine she's about to finish Akari off mm -hmm. and airbag sort of sees it and goes oh nope and actually just sort of gets his arm in the way so that it like gets briefly caught in the blade mm -hmm. but then that brings him in close enough that he can then twist the claws around and just sink them directly into her chest okay 
And as your claws sink into her chest, uh, she coughs up some blood and sort of smiles and says, thank you. And then she expires. She is dead. <clears throat> and the bar goes quiet. All right. So I will sort of lower the body down and sort of detach the claws and like flick them to get as much of the blood off as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, is there a towel under the bar or something? Yeah, the bartender, like with a shaking hand, like I hear. I, Thanks so I much, like, mate. And he I, cleans the claws off. I'd like as many. Probably cares the towel to ribbons in the meantime. Yeah, a bit. Ooh, I, I've got like a, a a few bandages, but I I don't know that I've got anything to treat your your stuff there, lady. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just sit here and wait for the police to arrive. And I'm just going to slump unconscious because it seems thematic. Okay. I'm going to walk over and see if I can free the people who are bound and held prisoner. Okay. I'm going to walk over reload my pistol. Oh. deal with Akari. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I reload my pistol and then walk. Walk over there. All right. Uh, did, didn't you take, uh, what is it? Uh, 16. Yeah. First aid. Yeah, first aid. Yeah, so yeah. if you want to roll a first aid on her. I'll walk over there and... First aid. <laughs> Congratulations, you've just killed me. Congratulations. <laughs> no, I don't think it's quite that bad. Um, but suffice to say, you definitely do not make Akari's situation any better. I'll just say that the damage is too severe for me to be able to do with, with the, the limited materials I have. Yeah, I think that's fair. And uh, as all of you deal with your separate actions, uh, you hear the sound of sirens getting louder. And after about two minutes, uh, police begin storming into the building. Like, they immediately come rushing in and yell for everyone to get down, drop your weapons, etc., etc. Um, is anyone not doing that? I won't, and I show them the badge. Okay. Yeah. I, I flash my Airbags badge. doesn't think to show them the badge he just sort of like stays still and doesn't make sudden moves okay so the uh badge in hand. okay badge in hand so these two go over here uh these two come over to you gal uh they say all right i'm gonna need you to step back from the body uh who was it uh who took her down yeah their bags will sort of raise the hand without the claws on it all right and it's right about then that uh, Chief Rio herself walks in, takes an assessment of the situation, and says, Hmm. Well, I guess it's uh, probably overkill that I had a missile launcher brought just in case I needed to bail you out of trouble. Hmm. And, you know, she walks over to the body and sort of kicks it and says, Damn shame. We probably uh, could have dealt with her a lot sooner had we known she was here. Uh, I believe this, and she lo looks around at the bar. Looks about another 10, 15 deaths. Great. That's going to be a lot of paperwork. Uh, but uh, more to the point, uh, your friend there, uh, Akari, I believe it was, uh, she needs medical treatment, yes? Yes. Very much so. Wonderful. Definitely. You, and she points at one of the officers, you, uh, go outside, get an ambulance over here as soon as possible. And, of course, the, the gentleman says, of course, ma'am. And uh, he steps over here and begins making those calls. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Enzo, you've un 
uh, sort of unhostaged. Yeah, that's a verb. Uh, unhostaged, uh, the hostages at this point, and the police are uh, doing their best to either console or escort them out of the area. And while that's all going on, uh, with Shogun, Xavier, and airbags, um, the chief uh, has pulled out another cigarette and begun smoking it and says, Right, well... You dealt with her, so your first part of the contract is complete. You will be getting a substantial sum for this one's deceasement. Also verb, deal with it. Uh, however, considering that uh, you're all still living and I'm not seeing any dead hostages, I'm willing to make you a job offer. I raise one of uh -oh. eyebrow. What's what this offer? Well, as you can probably tell, uh, the Psyche Division is a uh, little short-staffed at the moment. We could use uh, individuals such as yourselves that are, shall we say, skilled in dealing with cyber psychos. Basically, this was a resume builder, and congrats, you now have the qualifications to join, if you so wish. I look to the others. I ask, would this be official or be like... Un under the books kind of contact us as one gets away kind of thing. Oh, it would be very official. You would become actual members of the TMPD, but you would be under the Psyche Division and thus my leadership. Mm. You don't have to give me an answer now. And she pulls out a card or goes over to airbags and like tucks it into like his shirt pocket. Give me a call when uh, you've got an answer for me. In the meantime... Take your friend, get her out to that ambulance, see to your health, and, and I don't, I don't mean this in today. a... Oh, go ahead. And our payment for today? Uh, your payment, I will have it wired immediately. And airbags will just sort of quietly help Ikari out to the wards of the road. Okay. So we're going to have yeah, a... With, uh, with a very time. sort of like okay. serious sort of thinking look on his face. So we're going to have a, uh, a small time skip here where we're going to meet back in the common room. Uh, this is maybe uh, probably about six to seven hours later or perhaps the next day. Uh, all of you are just sort of meeting in the conference room to decide, you know, where do we go from here? And Akari, you have been patched up. Uh, it's probably going to be a couple weeks before you're at full fighting form. Uh, Enzo, you've also received medical treatment. Uh, your wounds were much easier to treat, uh, but Akari is definitely down for about a week, week and a half. I have, I have some fantastic new scars mm -hmm. to add to my already extensive collection of fantastic scars. I'm on a uh, liquid diet. Yay. Would I be uh, healed up as well? Uh, yeah, you are sort of like Enzo. Your injuries were treatable, but obviously not as bad as Akari's. Definitely, okay. You're on a liquid diet, Akari? Uh, apparently, inter she nearly nicked several intestinal areas. So, yeah, I need time to process before I can process proper food without it coming out of unintended holes. Well, then it is a good thing sake is a liquid as I pour five glasses of sake. Alright. I would drink sake. Just 
raise the, the glass up to those we could not save. And by right, sort of like automatically raise the glass and then just sort of absentmindedly swirl it without actually drinking. Oh, I'm downing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I drink it pretty fast too. So, so refills four of the cups. <laughs> so was this? Were, you guys weren't joking when you said that they were offering us a job, right? No joke. No, no, no that was serious. I thought they would be joking at first, but I don't know. I mean, I'd take it. I have other reasons, of course. But yes, I want to get in. It would mean that we don't have to go searching for jobs. We would constantly have employment. Of course, half my customer base will immediately vanish. But at least I'll get oh, actual payment. Does this mean I'm going to have to start paying taxes again? Oh, Hope not. Um, so I kind of like look around the room. I was like, I don't know. It's up to you guys. I'm just I'm a new guy here, so not much have much. Uh, you're mm. just as much part of us as any other individual member here. I don't know. Spent most of the last year trying to distance myself from the cops. I nod to that. I was of a little bit of sympathy for those with psychopsychosis. Same down several major body parts. But working to bring them in, at least we, I know I'd have the opportunity of trying to take them along. Unlike some other more trigger-happy individuals. N not referencing anyone here. <laughs> Pros and Yeah, Pros. Good the cops have a good information network. I would get better armor, and I sort of smirk to myself. Cons are, of course, we'd be tracked most likely 24-7. We'd have most of the underworld that would hate us by default. And I sort of absentmindedly nod towards Shogun. Your friends might not be too happy. I shake my head. We'd almost lose our contacts with the, the purple... Purple Pumas. Almost yes. certainly. But on the plus side, and I sort of look at airbags, you've always wanted to fly one of those gyros, haven't you? Uh, airbags will sort of like shrug and go, I mean, I guess, but really I've been hoping that one day I could head back on, head back on the Nomad trains one day and I mean, given my path, no way that'll happen if I take a take a job with the police. I'm kind of abrasive to the idea, but I'm open-minded to it as well. Mm. Or apprehensive, out, I should say. That's out, out of character. Do you, out of character, we could probably do something where, like, some of us do, some of us don't, and then that creates a weird party dynamic. Yeah, I would certainly be down for that. Uh, it would obviously be easier if you all were, you know, going for it or said no or, you know, had a unanimous decision. But if you want to, like, split the party and do it that way, we can certainly work with that. Hmm. I, wonder if, I wonder if we could do it free uh, contract by contract basis. 
Well, if we did it, part of the party did, part of the party did not, then the people who are involved can still get information from the underground on where people that escape go. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, like if we have like sort of like a sort of I a handshake it. agreement where like a couple of the people are, are, the ones official who are on the official, official. payroll and okay. then they sort of and then we just sort of get an unofficially get a cut of their pay. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I think we could work so with like, that. Less less money overall, but let's just sort of have our cake and eat it too. So it would sort of be We're... like a, an undercover cop thing where you all are technically psyche div, but they don't actually like only like one or two or a couple of you, you know, actually carry the full badge. The rest of like, you just what, are sort of one, one or two of us are the ones who get called in for the assignments, and then after they've been called in, they then go and call us up and let us know. Okay, yeah, we can work with that. <laughs> one of us actually has the desk job. <laughs> yeah, that's the downside. Yep. One of you at least would have the desk job. Which of us is good with paperwork? I'll volunteer. All right. Any other takers? This- uh, I'll join. Okay. And then Enzo, I think you mm-hmm. were on board as well. So that leaves airbags and Shogun. You are abstaining at the moment, yes? I'm abstaining, yes. Correct. Correct. Awesome. So uh, that is the end of the Cyber Psychosis episode of Tokyo Red. <laughs> And next week, we will deal with uh, the quote-unquote onboarding process uh, with some of you joining the Psyche Division. Uh, So, of course, players, stick around for a little bit longer, but uh, this is where I'm cutting off the Twitch stream. So, Twitch, YouTube, etc., 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 thank you so much for watching, and see you later, stream. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.